the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Hail to Pitt. It's a big day here in western Pennsylvania, isn't it? Are you kidding me? Big, big day. Uh, we... One of us is wearing our pit shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and two of us are not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And you know what? I don't care. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You are a pit booster. I was in Oakland today, as a matter of fact. Were you? I sure was. Did you soak it in? Instantly regretted it. The atmosphere? No, it was fabulous. It Uh really was. It was super fun today. I was was, there too. I mean, people everywhere, kids Uh everywhere. Everyone's super excited. Yes, I was super excited to be there, and then I couldn't wait to get out. Well, because you just feel like this. The lid's going to blow off this place. Exactly. I, I uh, tried to find a parking space because you know why? I tried to return something to the Amazon locker. Oh, my gosh. Thought, on bouquet. Is, yeah, that was a, good. yeah. Uh-uh. I, I circled around for 15 minutes and said, okay, I'll come back another day. Yeah, I think we're done with this. And then I didn't bother to go down Forbes Avenue. Because what's the Avenue. point of that? No. Because all you're going to do is run into construction, construction, yep. and then more construction. Yep. And a, a closed road, and then another closed road. Mm-hmm. And then the, cl- the third road you think you're going to take to get around the first two, that's also closed. No, no. I, I just went through. That's I, Oakland right now. I headed towards Blue field and came down the boulevard yeah but anyway it's a big day i mean the backyard brawl mm-hmm. is on has it been yes. more than a decade uh i think it's been 11 years okay pit west virginia this evening at seven o'clock yep. at heinz field mm-hmm. too bad it's at heinz field why because it should be in oakland oh you mean yeah okay well that ship has sailed yeah it has yeah, that's yeah. sailed a long time it's been 20 years there. since there was a yeah i think it's been 20 years since there was a a, a pit stadium 20 years. Holy mm-hmm. smokes. Yeah. I think it has been. All right. So, I mean, people are probably on the parkway right now. Coming Sitting, in still. sure. And we all hope you have a terrific time. It's a sold-out game. Is it sold out? Uh-huh. Really? Yep. 58,000 plus mm-hmm. at Heinz Field. At, what is it called? Akershore Stadium. Akershore. Forget it. That's Come ridiculous. On. It's ridiculous. It is kind of ridiculous. I'm still calling it Heinz Field. Me too. Forever and ever. I mean, what the heck? I agree with you. Anyway, your shirt looks great. Thank Good you. Panthers. Very uh-huh. nice. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. My apologies. I have another pit shirt. Do you? So I'll be wearing that one the next time, and then I have a third pit shirt I'll wear in week three. <laughs> All right. Good. And Gary and I will join you never. Never. Never on a pit shirt. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. You guys don't bring me down. No, it's fine. No. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your right to celebrate. Mm-hmm. All right. Big news day here. Big show ahead of you. So, uh, Kath, as we always do, let's get underway uh, looking at the news stories for the day. Please, without further ado, give us the top four at four. For Thursday, mm-hmm. September 1st. September 1. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Do not like I it. I know. 2022. Number one. The president will address the nation this evening, John, from Philadelphia, oh, of all places. Philadelphia Freedom. To d- <laughs> Elton John will be there singing with him. No. Uh, to discuss what the White House calls the continued battle for the soul of the nation. 
The solar. That's, uh-huh. that's how they're framing things. Yeah, that's how they're framing All right. Aides who privately admit that more news headlines about former President Trump is helping to improve the current president's political standing. Um, they still say the public address will have nothing to do with him. So we'll see. I'll believe that when I see it. Quote. I'm this not, is, are you going to watch? Uh, uh, I'm, well, watching no, back. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching, watching football. football. Are you kidding me? <laughs> However, a senior administration official said this is not a speech about the former president. Uh, the former president. This is a speech about American democracy. The address is set to begin this evening at 8 p.m. Number two, national test results released this morning show the pandemic's devastating effects on American school kids, with the performance of nine-year-olds in math and reading dropping to the level of two decades ago. Oh my gosh. This year, for the first time since the National Assessment of Educational Progress tests began tracking student achievement back in the 1970s, nine-year-olds lost ground in math and scores in reading fell by the largest margin in what? more than 30 Come on. years. That's on the parents. And that's the pandemic. Come on, give your kids some books to read. Get the, them off their computers. The declines spanned almost all races and income levels and were markedly worse for the lowest performing students. While top performers up in the 90th percentile showed just a modest drop, students in the bottom 10th percentile dropped by 12 points in math, four times the impact of students in the top percentiles. Peggy Carr's commissioner of the National Center for Education Statistics said, quote, I was taken aback by the scope and magnitude of the decline. Now, this is what it means that. Many nine-year-olds, John, can demonstrate a partial understanding of what they're reading, but very few of them can infer a character's feelings from what they've read. Like, how does that character yeah. feel? They can't get there. It's a deeper level of Ex- reading. Yes. Mm-hmm. In math, students can know simple, like arithmetic, but can't really add fractions, even with common denominators. Mm-hmm. So, it's no good. That's from today's New York no, Times. Not, yeah. Number three. A temporary lighting display on the Rachel Carson Bridge from a couple years ago was so memorable and became so popular that Allegheny County officials have decided to make a similar project permanent. I love it. So all of the Three Sisters bridges will be decked out in LED lighting. Nice. Uh, 601,000 color LED lights will be installed. It'll cost $6 million. It should be complete in December of 2023 on all three bridges. And there'll be different colors for different times of year like orange for halloween green and red for christmas and even black and gold for sporting events which to me the whole thing is a little much well i like i like the 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 white lights on the smithfield street bridge classic do we have to do that i mean i guess we i guess we do have to do it because we're doing it the feds are funding 80 percent of that uh pendot's contributing 15 and the county providing the remaining five. Okay. your tax dollars at work exactly. on little I don't, see i didn't i don't really i don't really think we need that right. it's okay number four tonight is the backyard brawl mm. and let me just tell you if you want a great article on the history of it go to espn.com today and read the piece by harry lyles jr because it is so entertaining the teams first met john in 1895 wow. but largely because of realignments. The game's been on hold since 2011. It returns tonight, 7 p.m. You can watch it on ESPN if you're not going to the game. There have been 104 meetings between the two teams. Pitt leads 61-40, and that's the way it should be. That's your top four at four. The question is, what took so long? I mean, it's a natural rivalry. It is a natural. Well, how's, how's the Pitt and Penn State rivalry no, no going? No good at all. What's the no. deal with that? It's ridiculous. I don't understand why that Penn works. Penn State doesn't want to do it. That's no. why. Because they don't want to be polluted by their poor sibling, the University of Pittsburgh. That's why that doesn't happen. <laughs>
But all the conference realignment, it just got really screwy over the yeah. last five years in college football. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hopefully this is the – but, you know, Pitt and WVU aren't, like, set in for perpetuity either. No, right. They haven't decided. Next year, So year this after. should be every single year. I've, no question about it. starts the season, of course, You have to read the ESPN article because it's from a national perspective, and they're saying this college rivalry is like no other college rivalry in America, hmm. and here's why. I mean, it's just, it's a terrific piece. Fabulous. Well, football's back. Football is what back. It's starts tonight. I have all my snacks. Mm. I have a special like yeah. spread. I've laid. I'm going to lay out for this evening. It's thrilling. I cannot wait. <laughs> okay, so because the Steelers have the terrible towel, is there anything like that for Pitt? Uh, well, what you, do you have? You 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 sing "Sweet Caroline" and you wear mm. your Pitt gear. Okay. Which That's is hard for you it. to stomach because you do not like I Neil really, Diamond. I really don't. I'm sorry. I That's feel badly it. about it, but it's the way I am. All right. Well, let us take a, a quick break. Pastor Bill Glaze is with us. William Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church. Angels. We're going to talk about that next. All right. Get Bill's, uh, maybe he's got a line on tonight's game. Maybe he does. 101.5 WORD. This week, Chuck Swindoll continues his teaching series on the Holy Spirit called Flying Closer to the Flame. When you have Christ, you have the Spirit. And when you have the Spirit, you have the anointing. You have a sixth sense. It is something that the worldling does not have because he doesn't have the Spirit. Hear Chuck Swindoll teach about the power and influence of God's Spirit. This week on Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. Hey, this is John Hall. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. This offer will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bed sheets. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises at biblestudytools.com we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the word of god and applying its powerful truths to your life use biblestudytools.com's daily bible verse for inspiration as you start each day find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs verses to encourage your soul lift your spirit and strengthen your faith visit biblestudytools.com that's biblestudytools.com 
the battle lines are drawn. The war for America's soul is on the line. Learn who's on the right side. Join Salem Media Group and this station for the Battleground Talkers Tour. Coming in October as the best minds in conservative media and thought dissect the coming midterm election. Join Gallagher, Hewitt, Prager, and Tatum. The Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 20th at the Doubletree by Hilton and Greentree, hosted by Pittsburgh's own John Steigerwald. Tickets at wordfm.com. Angels Among Us. We as a culture are fascinated by angels. Yes. Are we not? Yeah. Uh, I mean, ever since Raphael made the little cupids, right? Right. Remember? Which which are not representative of anything so. in the Bible whatsoever. <laughs> well, but, they, but, but they became like unbelievably popular and still are. How terrified would you be? Well, those little... <laughs> not, Those little no. babies don't look very scary. It, no, it sure but doesn't. But to see a real angel? It's a whole different thing, I guess. Yep. William Glaze is with us. Reverend William Glaze from Bethany Baptist Church. Hey, Bill. Thanks for coming along. Angels are on your mind. Yeah. Wanted to talk about uh, the ministry of angels in the lives of the believers. Uh, you know, we know that angels have uh, a lot of things that they do, but I uh, specifically want to focus on you know, how do they minister to, you know, Christians or, or God's people? Mm-hmm. Can we talk first off about what angels aren't? I brought up the, the uh, you know, the artist Raphael and how he made them into little, you tweet, know, tweet, tweet. cherubs with pink cheeks and, you know, wings. And, and I think that's caused many people to think that that's what they are. Or some people say if a loved one dies, oh, well, now I have an angel in heaven watching over me. Right, right. Well, you know, I uh, that's one of the things that, uh, and, and you just uh, hit on one of my pet peeves, and, and that is uh, people that say when their loved one dies uh, and goes to heaven, become an angel. And a lot of times, you know, when, when somebody dies, I hear somebody say that. But as a pastor, you know, I realize that that's not the time to correct bad yeah. theology. Sure. And so usually I'll do it, you know, when I'm preaching uh, a sermon or I'm teaching a Bible lesson, a lesson to say that, when our loved ones die, they don't go to heaven and, and become angels. And then even the uh, little cherub, if you look at uh, the Bible, when angels are described, you know, uh, you know, there's, there's some awesome description of, of angels. You know, you think about when Adam and Eve were put out of the garden, you know, it says that an angel was placed there and, uh, and that angel had a flaming sword, you know, that, that protected them from going in the garden. And then, if we read in some of the prophets, you know, we, we read awesome description of, uh, of angels. So, you know, I, I would definitely say that the little cherub floating on a cloud with an arrow, you know, uh, hitting people with valentines uh, to fall in love, you know, that definitely is not a, a good perception of what uh, an angel is or yeah. what an angel looks like. So then, Pastor, how do angels work in our lives? I mean, um I, I, I grew up, you know, in a household where we had a little photograph of the, you know, guardian angel protecting children from, you know, falling into some sort of trouble. I mean, are angels there for us to do that, or what is their role exactly? Right. So, you know, so I, I, you know, I want to uh, start off by saying that, you know, God is in control and that, you know, God watches over us. And, and that he takes care of us. So, you know, I, I want to put that out there uh, in, in the forefront. Uh, but there does seem to be time in scriptures when God incorporates angels uh, into his care for us. And so, you know, I, I believe that, you know, when we look at uh, the scripture, you know, I just uh, wrote a devotion 
on the book of Daniel. And, uh, you know, I was talking about Daniel and the lion's den. And here, you know, here was Daniel, you know, in this lion's den, you know, with these with these ferocious lions. And, and he said that uh, the angels stopped the mouths of the lions. And, and so, you know, here we see, you know, God used an angel, you know, to protect Daniel in the lion's den. Well, how come God didn't just come down, you know, and, 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 and stop the, the mouths of the lions? Why did he send an angel? So, you know, that goes back to the sovereignty of God. You know, that, that there are certain times when God, you know, incorporates his angels to do his bidding. You know, even in the case of the announcement of Christ, you know, he used an angel. So uh, I believe that there are specific times when, you know, God uh, does not, is, is, is not directly involved with his hand, you know, in working in our lives. But, you know, he sends angels. You know, there, there's a uh, uh, illustration that I use on, on many occasions, and you guys have maybe heard it before. But there was a missionary in uh, New Hebrides Island, and, uh, you know, there was uh, some some natives that were going to attack his hut. And, uh, and you know, him and his wife, you know, they prayed, you know, all night long, and the, the natives never attacked them. And a year later, the, uh, the, the natives got saved, and, and they were going back, and they had a conversation. And they, you know, asked them, well, how come you never attacked, you know, our, our hut that night? And they said that, well, you know, all, all those people that were surrounding your hut, you know, they, they struck terror in our hearts. And so, you know, we just left and we didn't attack, attack you. And so, you know, you know, he came to the conclusion that that night that God sent, you know, a, a, a multiplicity of angels around that hut, you know, to protect them. So, you know, so there are times when, you know, God does use angels to, to do his bidding, as a matter of fact. You know, it says that angels are ministering spirits that are that are sent, and, and I love this here. It says that they are sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. So, you know, God, you know, and, and, and again, we don't necessarily know maybe when. I think maybe there might be specific times when uh, angels might reveal themselves and we can see them working in our lives. But I, I just believe that if I can use this word here, I believe that they work undercover a lot mm-hmm. of times and we don't. And we don't even know, you know, that they're there. And that's why the scripture even says that sometimes we uh, can minister to angels unaware. Uh, so, you know, I, I believe that they are very active in our lives. And, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, uh, God uses them and, and we might not necessarily know those specific times when he does. Reverend Bill Glaze is with us, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Um, I don't know, Bill, I think that I agree with you that there's something weird about how we try to make somehow God telling us what angels are is not enough. We have to make them into something Mm. else. We have to make them into whatever we need them to be. So like you mentioned, you know, uh, a family member passes away and they become an angel or, um, or angels are like uh, the little infants I talked about with the wings, the cherubs, or, you know, they're an angel. It's like touched by an angel with, you know, the TV show that was on or whatever it is. And I, you know, part of that is ridiculous. uh, But part of it also, I think comes from like, I've, I've been reading Ezekiel. I was telling John this before the show and, you know, Ezekiel's description of right. is so outside. You can't even make sense of that. It's so extraordinary that it, right. it is hard to get your it's hard, hard to get our minds around what that kind of creature would be like. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because I, I just completed reading through the book of Ezekiel also. Mm. So we we, we must yeah. be on the same reading program. Yeah, I like uh, it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, Ezekiel, you know, talked about you know angels being flaming uh, spirits, a wheel in the middle of a wheel, and yeah. you know, it's, it's 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 just an awesome description. And and I think you know, Kathy, to your point, is that you know we have a need to want to invent angels in the way that we feel that we need them. You know, back in the nineties, you may remember there was uh, what they called angel mania. There was all kind of movies that came out about angels, magazines about angels, books about angels. And these were, you know, pe- I believe that, you know, people's uh, intention to come up and create angels and put them in a way that they could understand. And, you know, instead of, you know, going to the Scripture and seeing what the Scripture says. And, you know, when, when we see what the Scripture says, it, you know, it's, it's very specific about some of the things that angels do in the life of believers. Like, like one of the things, and I didn't realize this, until I was reading through the book of Luke uh, one year, and when Lazarus died, you know, it said that angels came and ushered him into the presence of God. And, you know, I'm wondering, you know, when people, you know, they're on their deathbed and they see, you know, their loved ones or they see, you know, somebody coming, I'm wondering, you know, as I look at that passage of Scripture, I'm wondering if that's not angels, you know, that's coming to to usher them into the presence of, of the Lord. Uh, and, and so that's biblical. You know, we read that in the Bible opposed to, you know, taking our theology from Hollywood about about angels, because, you know, you're again, you're writing, you're, you're looking at people who are inventing angels in a way that they can understand them or fit them into their theology or fit them into their life instead of looking at the scripture and seeing what the scripture says about angels. That's good. So bottom line, Bill, angels are real. They are among us. But even though we want to try to imagine them, we truly, really can't bring them to life the way that God sees them and their workings amongst us. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, you know, God and his sovereignty, you know, who knows when he sends an angel. Remember Daniel? Uh, he was praying to the Lord and, and he kept praying and, uh, and God, you know, God didn't uh, answer his prayer right away. And, uh, and finally, this angel shows up. And, and he tells Daniel, he said, from the day you started praying, God sent me with the answer to your prayer. Mm. But he got held up by the prince of Persia for, I think it was 21 right. days. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That, boy, that's, that's a weird story to me. Yeah, go ahead. Right. And, and, and so, you know, how come God, you know, you know, we see another instance in the life of Daniel. Like when Daniel was, was praying about, you know, the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had, God spoke to him directly. Yeah. You know, and God, God told him, you know, what the, Nebuchadnezzar's dream was. But in this situation, God chose us an angel. And so this angel came, and he had the, he had the answer for uh, Daniel, and he just got held up for, you know, a period of time. But eventually, you know, he was able to break through and, and get, the, get the answer to Daniel. That's Bill Glaze with us, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Bill, have you ever had any experience with angels that you'd be willing to share if you've had? If you, if you haven't, obviously you can just say no. Well, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I can't say that I've actually, you know, like seen them working, right. but I believe that, you know, there have been times when, you know, maybe I was driving and, uh, you know, an angel, you know, intervened on my behalf, maybe uh, you know, slowed me down or, mm-hmm. you know, helped me to avoid, you know, something that could have been tragic, you know. So, again, I, I didn't necessarily see an angel. But I do know people in my family that, uh, you know, they, they were having some physical issues and, uh, and they were, were laying in bed and they, they felt the presence of, an, you know, of something. I'll, I'll just say that they felt the presence come into the room 
and uh, there was a hot ceiling uh, in their leg, and then after that, you know, their leg was uh, was was healed, and and so uh, you know, as we had that conversation, you know, definitely you know felt that you know God had sent an angel in that case, and, and you know, and we know that God is able. How many people do we know that God is healed of cancer? Yep. You know that you know He has healed them, of, and, and God directly touched their body, but. How come sometimes, you know, God might send an angel to do it, too? You know, again, you know, why he chooses to work the way he does, you know, uh, we don't necessarily know, but he does use angels to uh, do his bidding. Very good. Angels. Bill, uh, always our conversations make me want to dive deeper into Mm -hmm. the uh, subjects you bring up, and uh, it is too short of a segment. Before you leave us, um, please talk to us first off about Bethany Baptist. Um, What time your service is? Well, we meet at uh, 1030 every Sunday. Uh, I've been off for the last month, so this Sunday will be my first Sunday back, Mm. so uh, so we might we might be there for two hours because I got about two hours of preaching in me. Uh, but uh, but I I just, I, I just want to say also that uh, our new sanctuary is finished. We are waiting for the uh, city to give us an occupancy permit. Nice. Uh, and, and and we are going to set up a uh, a ribbon cutting service. And I'm going to send you guys an invitation. That's terrific. Because you know I'll be there. Fabulous. Hey, Amen. Hey Bill, you have anything you want to say about the backyard brawl? You watching? I, I, you know, I'm probably I, I got to work a little bit, but I definitely want to want to see it. And I just think that you know it's it's these type of games that spark the interest of people in this area. And and you know we need to have more of them. A pit Penn State, uh, but yeah, right now we'll let the back the, the backyard brawl uh, you know suffice. You want to give us a prediction for tonight? Well, I like Pitt. Nice. Uh, you know, just just coming out of last year and the success that they had, I believe that they're uh, riding on some energy from last year. And so I think that Pitt is going to Give me a score. Uh, win the game. Score? Uh, I, I, I'll say uh, uh, 24 to uh, 14. Okay. Nice. All right. Excellent, Bill. We'll get back to you on that. We'll hold you to that, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> May the angels be with us. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Amen to that. We're going to give our picks later in today's show. Did you know that, John? I, I had an uh, inkling yeah, I, that that may happen. Figured, yeah. That's fine. All right. Hey, uh, we'll take a quick break. Come back. We're just getting underway. Thursday edition. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth, 
more than just a vacation. This meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. There's still more time to enjoy the outdoors with help from Family Dollar. More of your favorite products like Coca-Cola, Doritos, Lay's, and Sun Chips. Plus everything you need for the perfect cookout. Family Dollar, helping you do more. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Unused prescription opioid pain medicines can spell trouble. They can spell risk if taken by someone they weren't prescribed for. Harm if accidentally taken by a child or pet. Or overdose if they're not used as directed. Safely dispose of opioids before they can hurt your family. Find a drug take-back option such as medicine drop boxes. You may find these in your community at local pharmacies or police stations. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Clear skies for tonight. A great evening for football. We'll see a nighttime low of 59. Sunny to partly cloudy for tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 84. Partly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a low of 66. Partly sunny Saturday as we start the holiday weekend. It'll become more humid. A thunderstorm in spots of the afternoon, high 84. Partly sunny Sunday. A thunderstorm in parts of the area, high 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. One of my Facebook pages is a thing called Things That Aren't There Anymore. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen something like that? I sure have. Right. So it goes back 50, 100, 150 years. And you go, oh, in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. that building used to be there that housed, you know, that warehouse. Or It's cool, right? You get a sort of like a, a peak of how things change. Well, I saw something today at the Smithsonian Magazine where they now have an interactive map that lets you plug in your address, maybe you know your your street address or your state, and uh, you can see how that has changed over the past seven hundred and fifty million years. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So what they're showing, like geological shifts? Yes, they show the t- the plates of the Earth. Oh, that's fabulous! An interactive tool enables users to hone in on a specific location and visualize how that has evolved between the cryogean period and the present. Um, It's really an incredible, weird, wild tool. Now, of course, these are all approximate. You know, this is not something that's in actuality. This is the Smithsonian and their map makers department looking at things and imagining how things might have been. Um, you can input a specific address, like I said, such as a state or a country, and then a, a date ranging from zero to 750 million years ago. Currently, the map offers 26 timeline options tracking uh, back from the present to intervals of 15 to 150 million years. So you see how your backyard looks 
whenever dinosaurs. That's really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. You know that that weirdo uh, crustacean that you sent me yesterday on Twitter? Oh, was that wild? Is it, would you call it? Is you would call it a crustacean? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It looked like a giant thousand legger. Yeah, a giant, and by giant I mean bigger was, than a man. It was eight feet long, I think, mm-hmm. nine yeah. feet long. Yeah, and creepy. At one point, it was they were prevalent. I mean, it was one of the most disgusting yeah. things, <laughs> seriously, I've ever it seen. It freaked me out. Yeah, I couldn't I believe. So what they did is they took the, the skeleton, and then they built a model of what it would have looked like when it had its yeah. skin Creepy and soft tissue on. And oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a weird time in Earth's history when things were so large. Yep. And there was no bug spray. <laughs> Yeah, very weird. Okay, let's take a quick break. Cy Gart is back with us again. He's a biochemist. Maybe he'll opine about uh, okay, the earth about it. and maps and crustaceans from long ago. Cy Gart. WORD. Dr. Charles Stanley. What's the world seeking today? Pleasure, prosperity, you name it. If you want to be conformed to the likeness of Christ, if you want to be a godly person, you must seek those things that are godly. Set your mind, fix your thoughts on the things above, on Christ, not on the things of this world. The teaching of Dr. Charles Stanley on In Touch, helping you grow in Christ every day. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, just watching your hard-earned dollars flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option. It's called MediShare 65+. Plus. And MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. It really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years, and you can use your Medicare-approved doctor, and you also get telehealth 24-7 service, so you don't have to leave your home for the little stuff. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're easy to talk to. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. It's Faith and Family Night with the Washington Wild Things, Saturday, September 3rd at Wild Things Park as they take on the Windy City Thunderbolts at 7.05. Come early for the 20th anniversary poster series giveaway to the first 1,000 fans while supplies last. And stick around as players share personal stories of faith and testimony after the game. And stop by the Word FM table to say hi. Faith and Family Night with the Washington Wild Things. It's gonna be wild. Saturday, September 3rd. Get tickets now at wordfm.com slash wildthings. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Being a believer in Christ means a lifelong pursuit of getting to know God better. The devotional book titled God Is examines 26 attributes of God, one short chapter at a time. 
As you request a copy of the book from Truth For Life today, you'll learn about God's patience, His holiness, His faithfulness, just to name a few. And you'll learn how these characteristics were perfectly displayed in the Lord Jesus. Visit truthforlife.org slash donate. How does science and faith interconnect? Dr. Sidegard is back with us. He's a biochemist who was taught at NYU, Rutgers University of Pittsburgh, the author of The Work of His Hand, The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Sai, always good to see you. What? Oh, we don't hear you, Sai. Can't hear you. You're on mute? Sorry. There, oh, there terrific. You go. Welcome back. There we go. We're glad to hear you. So, you didn't miss much. I just said I'm glad to be back. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, Sai, you've been a scientist for a long time, and you've taught science for a long time. Um, and so I guess what we're looking for in our conversation today is just a little peek behind the curtain. You know, what does um, what are you pursuing science-wise in your own life right now? How, do, how are you integrating that with your personal faith? You spend a lot of time on Twitter and in public talking about that. But w- what does that right. look like on a day-to-day basis for you? Well, that's a great question with a very long answer. So <laughs> I'll just start. <laughs> I, I actually thought I'd be a little more personal on, on this uh, episode in particular than I have been. I uh, The reason is I, uh, back a couple of months ago, I had a, a health issue with my heart hmm. and uh, it was resolved. I had to go to the emergency room. I had several procedures and eventually I had a stent put in and that pretty much cured me, actually two stents. But that two or three week period was a little tense, to say the least. Uh, I never had any problems like that before and uh, it was kind of a shock, but uh, I got through it. I'm doing perfectly fine now. And the reason I bring it up is because having had that experience started me thinking about, uh, well, first I was upset about it, but then I started realizing that I had a lot to thank God for. Yeah. And I I actually started thinking a lot about all the things that I that I could thank God for, and 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 I think it's something that I and maybe many of us don't do often enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that I found uh, spiritually uplifting to do, and um, you know I I think the main thing that I want to say is that what I really am thanking God for the most is that I was called to faith, and that story is in my book. I'm not going to go into that. But not only that, once I stopped being an active full-time scientist and retired, I was called to help spread the word. And uh, I didn't think of it that way. I just thought of this is something I wanted to do. But what I what has happened in those few years is that I have what this book published, which John mentioned, um, which is, by the way, is now uh, back available. It had been sold out, and because of uh, COVID and various shipping problems and and all that, uh, it took a while to get back to the bookstores. But it's now back in stock and can be ordered. So if anybody tried to get it in the last couple of months, it was frustrating. But it's back, and. Uh, I thank God for that because I I get wonderful responses from people who've read the book and uh, they just say things, you know, that they don't have to say. They just say things like this really helped me. And and that's the reward. I mean, that's a huge reward to me. Yeah. And uh, 
I yeah, I have been doing uh, a lot of work in the Lord's name. I um, did an interview on a channel called Capturing Christianity, which is about is very close to one million views. Hmm. It's wow. uh, it's uh, it's on YouTube, and it I don't know why it got so popular, but apparently it really resonated with people. And I talked a little bit about my story, but I also talked about science and how it's totally compatible with faith. And the response has been overwhelming. And if anybody's interested, you can get the link on my website. Uh, it's right there at the top. Or you can just look for Capturing Christianity and you'll find it. Oh, nice. uh, and I guess a lot of people found it inspiring because that's what they told me. Excellent. And as I said, uh, if you look at it now, you might be the millionth viewer, which would be uh, very interesting. <laughs> Fabulous. So, so I go back and talk a little bit. You know, it's it's interesting to have a health scare which is what you yeah. did. And I mean, holy heck, I mean, you know, you, oh, you, you're, you got a bad ticker. Um, and I'm sure you spent many a night or many thoughts in fear and in question. And I wonder what that would have been like. I mean, obviously now, you know, your life has changed. You used to be an atheist. Now you know the Lord. Imagine having gone through this process and being an atheist, you would have approached this this past couple of months in a totally different manner. Absolutely right, John. I mean, while it was happening, I prayed a lot, of course. <laughs> I know other people who've gone through similar things, and they they did the same thing. And I know pre people were praying for me. Uh, and that knowledge and my own prayers got me through. I, When I went for the final procedure, which was a catheterization, which is, let's just say, not pleasant. I bet. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I just prayed, Jesus, stand with me. Just stand stand there with me. Mm -hmm. And I got through it, you know, because I knew he was there. And yeah, you're right. If I had, if I didn't have that connection, I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine what I would have, okay, so how I would have handled that. Yeah, so, well. so take that story, Cy. What if someone who, one of your colleagues who's a scientist and not yet a believer heard you say that? heard you say, you know, I was going in for this procedure and I said, Jesus stand yeah. with me. And I was comforted because I knew he was. And they would say, what do you, you know, what, what, what do you think that conversation would look like? Oh, I know exactly. Because they've already said that to me. <laughs> what they would say is, as, as they have said, is that, well, you're comfortable in your illusion. It makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. uh, fine. Uh, but I prefer, they would say, I prefer the truth, even if it's painful. Well, I prefer the truth also, but I firmly believe the reasons of evidence that the truth is in Jesus Christ. And it's not a question of choosing whether you're going to believe a pleasant fairy tale, as they would put it, or, you know, the reality of hard reality, which is scary and uncomfortable, but it's, quote, true. I used to feel that way. And the reason I couldn't accept Jesus was, I thought, well, it's too good to be true. It's too good. If there is a God who loves me, despite everything I've done, despite all my sin, and that God is only asking that I believe in him, mm -hmm. and then I will be saved in every sense of the word, that's too good to be true. I can't believe anything could be that good. <laughs> and and yeah. I And I couldn't get over that until the Holy Spirit came and basically 
just drag me <laughs> into the thing yeah. without my, you know, without my my uh, input or will. And at that point, it was so obvious and so clear that I I could do nothing but say I believe, and uh, it's never changed. So, Sai, go back again because you know I've got a friend who is very similar to you that, you know, he's a rational person, and recently things have happened in his life where he was like, um, "Tell me how to pray because I need help." And so we've had conversations and, you know, it's, it's a, everyone prays differently. Talk about your prayer life and, you know, not having prayed in the past and being a scientist, especially your prayer life has to, that road into a prayer life. Was it difficult or did you find there was an easy way to unlock that? That's a, that's a great question, John. I, I really did find it very difficult. I felt silly. What am I going to say? Uh, God, uh, now I believe in you, so do good things. I mean, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, I didn't know how to say it. And then it dawned on me one day when I was sitting in church that I really only have one prayer. Thank you, Lord. And... That was the only prayer I prayed for many, many years <laughs> because it said everything. I mean, I've had a good life. You know, things have worked out well. I mean, I've had a stormy life, but it's in the, in the end, it's been good. And um, I just thank God for that because yeah. I don't deserve it. I shouldn't have had, you know, the success that I've had, whatever good things have happened to me, you know, love, you know, being happy in my work, all those things are wonderful, and I, I attribute those to the mercy and and, and grace of God. Mm-hmm. Dr. And I just want to say one other thing Go ahead. before we close out about what I what I am thankful for and what mm-hmm. I thank God for. Uh, one one of them I'll just say very quickly, and I'm going to the detail is that my publisher has just signed a contract for a new book from Excellent. me, which is very exciting. That's and wonderful. I'll probably talk about that in, in months to come. Mm. It's just about ready to be sent in. Oh, well, the other thing that. that I really want to thank God for is you guys. Mm. Uh, Word FM, John and Kathy, the work you do is so blessed. And I am so privileged to be a fairly small part, but still, you know, now and then I, I come on and it's just wonderful. And I, I thank God for you guys. It's very mm. kind. Thank you. Yeah, Sai, you, you've blessed us with, uh, well, first of all, our friendship, which has grown over the last couple of years, but also just your presence here and sharing your journey has been so rich for mm-hmm. John and I, but certainly for all our listeners as well, um, I expect. And so we're grateful for you. We're talking to Dr. Sai Gart. You can check out his book called The Work of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. And then, of course, there's going to be an upcoming book, which is going to, I don't know, come out. Have you written it yet, Sai? It's just about, to, yeah, it's about to get go off to the publisher. Well, that's Fabulous. really exciting. Good for you. Well, Sai, we're happy to hear that the procedures went well, that you're feeling well, um, and uh, that you're going to continue on the good work that you've been doing. Thank you. And I know you will, too. Mm. <laughs> good to see you, Sai. Thanks in all things. Mm. From a scientist perspective, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that Capture in Christianity piece. Me too. Very good. Sai Garden. 
you have a passion for helping others? Turn it into a rewarding career at LifeSteps. LifeSteps is hiring caring people to make a difference in the lives of individuals with disabilities. Full-time and part-time positions available with opportunities close to home. No degree or experience necessary. LifeSteps offers flexible schedules, paid training, and generous benefits. Make a difference today. Call 724-283-1010 or visit LifeSteps.net. LifeSteps is an equal opportunity employer. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Glendale, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. Hey, this is John Hall. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet Sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. This offer will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bed sheets. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The coming midterms may be the most important election in the history of our country the battle lines are drawn the war for america's soul is on the line now is your chance to help freedom win join salem media group and this station for the battleground talkers tour coming in october the best minds in conservative media and thought will dissect the coming election learn who is on the right side Join us for a vigorous discussion about the issues that are so crucial to you, your family, and community. The economy and inflation, the border crisis, our civil rights under attack, higher taxes, and the effects the Biden administration is having on this country. The Battleground Talkers Tour will be something you never forget and could make the difference in this coming election. Join us. Join Gallagher, Hewitt, Prager, and Tatum. The Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 20th at the Doubletree by Hilton and Greentree. Hosted by Pittsburgh's own John Steigerwald. Tickets at wordfm.com. Maybe you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that theological ability that will allow them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. Well, school's getting underway. And, of course, you know that uh, the big thrill of going out and shopping for a new outfit or so, mm-hmm. new shoes and whatnot. There is a, a school in Charleston, South Carolina, that with the start of the school year, they've got something new going on for the guys. It's called the... No more sagging campaign. Okay. Now, the goal is... So just say no. No more sagging. Okay. Uh, Thomas Ravenel, who uh, describes himself as a mentor at the school, has thus far handed out 30 belts for the young men in their saggy pants. He says, uh, he tells uh, WCIV, which is in Charleston, that the goal of the program is to teach young men uh, about carrying themselves with respect. He shared with local media outlets that students returning to school purchase new clothes, new shoes, 
but they apparently forgot to buy a belt. Mm-hmm. If you want respect, you must first respect yourself. So we want to teach the children that if you want to be respected, if you want to uh, have respect, then you have to uh, have your pants hitched up. Uh, another South Carolina town, Timminsville, South Carolina, has taken a hardline approach to the urgent crisis of sagging pants by instituting an <laughs> ordinance against it. After two warnings, the violator of said saggy pants will be issued a $100 to $600 fine. Similar laws apparently have been enacted in other places to reduce the old sag. Well, that's just learning how to mature and be professional. That's just what it is. You know what I'm in favor of? Hmm. School uniform. Oh, I, yeah, I was, I had a school uniform. Did you? Yeah. Until eighth grade? Huh. Mm-hmm. It just makes things so much easier. Heck yeah, it does for it everybody. Make, it makes your your clothing budget yeah. so much less. It makes the drama of getting ready in the morning Whoa. so much less. It takes away a lot of the, you know, yep. peer issues that could arise based on what you wear and what someone else wears. Right. It just takes all that off the table. I just, I can't see anything wrong. I just, I really love it. Yeah. And my kids never went, I never went to a school with a uniform and my kids never went to a school with a uniform. Uh, one of my kids had a school uniform. Yeah. We, uh, the guys had to wear a white shirt and a tie. I wore a tie from first grade did to you eighth really? grade. Yeah, every day. Mm-hmm. Gary, did you wear a tie in school? Yep. A little school uniform. Only on picture day. Only okay. on picture uh-huh. day. Right, right. Yeah. And the girls wore um, blue jumpers. Yes. With right. a, a white shirt underneath okay. the jumper. And the school emblem Fine. on it. Yeah. That just would make it so easy. Right. I remember uh, once you learned how to tie, tie, like, a, you know, a, a, like as a kid, a little kid, you wore the uh, clip-on tie. Mm-hmm. And then once you learned how to tie a tie, the rule was you had to wear a tie. And this was like, you know, late 60s, early 70s. And um, sort of so the rebellion against that would to tie a tie with the largest possible knot. I mean, like the tie, the knot That's was so the horrible. size of a baseball. That's so horrible. And then the, uh, the the body of the tie was like two inches. Right. Because you were like some hipster or something. Right. That's the worst. I'll show them. That's the worst. Yeah. Is it hard to teach a tie tying to somebody, especially when you're doing, because you have to do it backwards, right? Yeah, you do it backwards. Um, eh, not really. Okay. I mean, you know, if you, it's kind of like, like in Cub Scouts, you learn how to do knots. Mm-hmm. Just a knot thing. Right. Uh, you know, uh, for us, for our kids, I would tie the knot. They would watch me do it. Then we'd look, ho- pull out a diagram, right? Oh, so this is you tie this, and then eventually you get it. It's not okay. that big of a deal. Okay. But a nice knot, you know, like a Windsor knot. That's a that's thing, a, right? Right. That's, that's a, a step above. Yes, it is a step above, and so that just requires attention to detail and yes, some effort. Yes, and the effort. right amount of you know tension on the knot and when to t- you know when to yeah. Right. Well, what's your philosophy on where the bottom of the tie should go versus your belt? Uh, the 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 tip of the tie should be uh, right below the belt buckle. Okay, okay, right below it. Mm-hmm. Now there are you know there's variations on that, but you know yeah you don't want a short tie. And a you don't short... want something super long. Okay, either. the short tie is the look. worst. No. Okay, a lo- I would much rather have a long tie than. A short tie. Too long of a tie looks ridiculous. Okay, now. but a too long of a tie would still prefer to too short of a tie. Right. If I had to pick. Funny you bring this up because I was talking to my brother today. Today's my brother's birthday. So I called Happy him. birthday, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Happy birthday. He's retired. Uh-huh. And uh, he was asking me, <laughs> he said, oh, you're calling from work. I said, yes, I am. He said, are you wearing a tie? <laughs> and I laughed. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm not wearing a tie. Uh, he said that all throughout his professional career, he wore a tie. Yeah. 
And he said in, in retirement, he does not miss the tie. The only time he wears a tie now is at a wedding or a funeral. And I went to a wedding this past summer. I didn't wear a tie. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they said casual. Oh, So I wore okay. a sports coat with an open shirt. You okay. Know. It was a casual. And was that acceptable? Like, was that in keeping with the rest of the people at I the wedding? So. Or did I you felt, feel felt, like you... No, no. I didn't okay. feel like I needed a tie. Okay. You didn't right. feel like, oh, I've mm-hmm. aired here. I've underperformed. No. Ties are weird. Ties are, first of all, they're expensive. And yes. like anything, they go in and out of right. style. The width of the tie. Right. You know, the, all that. Yeah. I've, I've more what than What about several. just wearing a tie and a shirt? Instead no of pants? A, no. <laughs> the heck's going on no. there? Okay, with pants. Okay pants in both cases instead of wearing a shirt and a jacket uh, maybe if i'm working like you know in the appliance department at kmart oh boy that's all okay. put the jacket on listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com the word fm app iheart tune in and on odyssey in your car or at home too at 101.5 wordfm pittsburgh With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Republicans' point man for recapturing the Senate, calling on the party to rally behind its candidates. Bob Agnew with that report. Florida Senator Rick Scott bristled when Minority Leader Mitch McConnell last month blamed candidate quality for imperiling the GOP plans to recapture the Senate. An apparent jab at candidates backed by former President Trump. Senator Scott, who chairs the National Republican Senatorial Committee, admits to what he calls a strategic disagreement with the party leader, but says, quote, he wants to do the same thing I want to do. I want to get a majority, and I think it's important that we're all cheerleaders for our candidates. Bob Agner reporting. A team of UN inspectors have made their way toward Ukraine's Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. A long-sought mission to safeguard the site and prevent a catastrophe from the fighting ranging around it. On Wall Street, the Dow is up fractionally, but the Nasdaq is down 121 points. This is SRN News. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, just watching your hard-earned dollars flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare as a new option. It's called MediShare 65+. Plus. And MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. It really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years, and you can use your Medicare-approved doctor, and you also get telehealth 24-7 service, so you don't have to leave your home for the little stuff. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're easy to talk to. Call 833-SHARE. 55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are 
primary sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. Our smart sleepers get 28 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Don't miss our Labor Day weekend special where all smart beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Being a believer in Christ means a lifelong pursuit of getting to know God better. The devotional book titled God Is examines 26 attributes of God, one short chapter at a time. As you request a copy of the book from Truth For Life today, you'll learn about God's patience, His holiness, His faithfulness, just to name a few. And you'll learn how these characteristics were perfectly displayed in the Lord Jesus. Visit truthforlife.org slash donate. Clear skies for tonight, a great evening for football. We'll see a nighttime low of 59, sunny to partly cloudy for tomorrow, tomorrow's high 84. Partly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a low of 66. Partly sunny Saturday as we start the holiday weekend. It'll become more humid, a thunderstorm in spots of the afternoon, high 84. Partly sunny Sunday, a thunderstorm in parts of the area, high 82. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. During the uh, 5 o'clock break, uh, we stood up and took a look out the window here at 7 Parkway Center. And uh, you see the traffic still on the Parkway West is very, very slow. Mm-hmm. The people are coming in from West Virginia for the backyard brawl at Heinz Field. I'm super excited. Game time is 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can watch it on ESPN. And uh, I'm wearing my pit gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, my shirt. Thank you. John has chosen not to because he refuses to ever wear anything fun when it comes to sports. I, got I don't understand that. Um, but uh, so tonight is the um, the teams first met in 1895. Mm. This is uh, the 105th meeting of Pitt and WV. Uh, Pitt leads 61 40 and 3. Uh, uh, we haven't done this in 11 years, so it's super exciting. And uh, I've got my snacks. What, what kind of snacks? Okay, this is what I decided to do. Because my snacks have to include dinner, because it's a dinner time. Okay, so it's a little hearty snack then. It's, it's a dinner, is mm-hmm. what it is. Nice. Okay, so this is what I did. I went to, I went. To, <laughs> no cheese. I went to Penmac this afternoon. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got golfetta, which is like a very, like, kind of an elite version of salami. <laughs> Say no more. It's super oh, good. that's nice. It's super good. And then I went over to the cheese counter. Yeah. And I said, I, I was looking for, you know, a cheese that might be suitable for it. Yeah. And the guy next to me was, I had just gotten back from Italy. I was asking a question of the guy behind the counter. And he said, 
uh, what do you think? I have these two cheeses for tonight. Can you recommend a third cheese? And the guy behind the counter said, oh, yeah, you should try X. Yeah. Dear heart. And he gave him the sample. And then I said, could I have a sample of that? And then I got one. And it was so delicious, John. Mm. And I don't even remember the name of the mm. cheese because I'd never heard about it before. Yeah. So I'm going to have that new cheese. Nice. That I will talk about tomorrow with an actual mm-hmm. name on my Golfetta. I got rye bread at the Breadworks on my way in. Very good. I've got lettuce and tomato. Oh. I'm going to load it up. Excellent. It's going to be a delicious mm. dinner time. Thank you. There it is. Okay, is the cheese creamy? The cheese is not creamy. It's like a cheddarish oh, type of cheese. Okay. Has a very strong bite to it. Really? Oh, I like. Is it in very the fridge right now? Bite. Up to seven no, uh, it's at my house. Oh, you took it home. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I got it this morning. All right. Yeah, so I'm, I, I feel good about that. And some salami, Italian yes, salami. Yes, golfetta. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I'm, I'm looking. For, I I very yeah, rarely have a good. sandwich. I haven't had a sandwich. I bet in three months. What? Yeah. What? What is the deal with that? I don't know. I just don't eat sandwiches no, very often. I love a sandwich. I, I do too. Lettuce I, and tomato. Mm-hmm. A fresh tomato. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I, I, Little mayo. I got a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slather. I'm going to be liberal. Yeah, very good. With yeah. it is you what should. I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. What about you now? You have uh, anything planned for this evening? Well, we got a little confusion yeah, little we thing do. in my house, yeah. you know, because my wife uh, was wanting to watch uh, Serena and Venus Williams at the U.S. Open uh, the doubles. doubles finals are tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. No, it's, it's not finals. the finals. I think no, it's probably it, the semis. There they are, the two of them together. And my wife's a big tennis fan. Yeah. And uh, I was hoping to, you know, jump in there for the backyard brawl. But you know what? If I don't get, I got the radio. I'd be happy to sit out in the Good. backyard. Listen to Hillgrove. Yeah, so just sit out in the backyard. Yeah. What do you? What's it on? Uh, nine. Well, I thought it was going to be a ninety-three-seven. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it is now, though. Now that I say so that, don't out loud. you hate it? Like whenever it's like time, and then you're like, I mean, they they did. They were carrying pit games. Yeah, prior sure. to the season, they, they tend to move around a lot. Anyway, I may or may Hill not Grove watch. Hillgrove and Pat Bostic, I think, are the mm-hmm. ones that are doing it. So we'll see. Okay. Just but so, uh, but you, and you know, you haven't invested any time in thinking about what you're going to eat. No, because I wasn't sure I was even going to watch. Oh. Plus, we're taking car. Well, I deliver. A, I get my car inspected. So and, this you know, isn't going to be a party night for you. No, it's not really. It's more like oh, a. Oh, John, I'm thing. looking forward to a party night, and you've got work to do. I do, kind of. You That's know, sad. I'm taking the car in for inspection. My wife's got to take it. It know, would seem like more of a party right, if you wore a pit shirt. I have nothing. I got nothing. I know. It's because you don't want... It's not like people haven't given you stuff. You don't have to give me anything. I just... You know what I mean? I'm a grown man. I... Okay. I don't understand. Sorry. All, right. All right, we need to take a break. But when we come back, yep. our good friend Pat O'Brien will be Pat in O'Brien's studio in with us. With a yes. cow? No, with a sheep. He's brought his own sheep. No. No, I'm kidding. What, he hasn't what? brought a sheep. That'd be, that'd be cool, though, if he had a sheep in What here. if it was? It could right. be a surprise. Anyway, okay. we'll talk about Pat O'Brien. We're going to talk about banking, farming, and community next. And milking. 101.5 WORD. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. Windows are us. You've tried the rest, now try the best. 
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. Hey, this is John Hall. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. This offer will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bed sheets. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things, or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. Excellent. Here we come. Okay, here we go. Okay. You meet somebody and you have a, an impression of them. A picture in your head. Right. I mean, our next guest, to be honest, the only time I've seen our next guest, he's wearing a pair of overalls. Mm-hmm. And I think, a hat. I think the guy's a farmer. All he of is sudden, a farmer. He walks in here now looking like a million bucks with a beautiful suit, a tie, Half wins or not, mm-hmm. Patrick O'Brien is with us. He's the executive vice president, chief credit officer at Dollar Bank, but he's lived another life as a farmer and your competitor, Kath. Yes, in the cow milking competition mm-hmm. at the Springhouse. Pat, welcome in. Uh, uh, Kathy, Joan, it's an honor to be with you guys today. We're super excited to see you. Thank now, you. what John's saying is absolutely true. I mean, you and I have battled one another for many years. You've beat me every year, Kathy. Oh. Oh, get out of here. That's, that's a total joke. Out of your graciousness. It's a total joke. That's only because uh, he's let me. Um, but talk about how, like, you have a, you're bivocational. I guess that's yeah. the nicest way I could put it, right? Yeah, I like how you said that. Uh-huh. Uh, blessed to be uh, born and raised on a dairy farm mm-hmm. in uh, southern Washington County. Uh, five kids, that's all uh, we did. We milked cows, we baled hay. 
uh, and we worked on the farm uh, with right. our family growing up. Uh, however, uh, as uh, as I got out of college, I had a great opportunity to join the banking business 39 years ago. Wow. And I really found it to be a, a wonderful, noble profession. But I couldn't let go of the farm. Uh, it was just part of my fabric. And my wife, my lovely wife, Chris, and uh, children all loved it, too. Bought a little farm 30 years ago. Nice. And uh, we've uh, continued a part-time farm while I've continued to work in the banking business as well. Okay, so you've been doing both the whole time. Yes, yes, and loving every minute. Okay, were you? did you ever think, you know what, I, I'm going to give one of these up? Uh, I haven't been able to. Most bankers play golf really well. Yes. I'm terrible at golf. Good. But I can shear a sheep no or milk a cow kidding. with the best of them. No kidding. So uh, now, more than one time, uh, Pat has pulled me aside and forced me to shear a sheep. Mm-hmm. Okay, against truly, against my will. He said, it's time for you to do this. And so I basically just like put my hand on, what do you call the thingy? It's called a handpiece. On the handpiece. And he basically just does it. <laughs> Don't let her fool you. She was excellent, just like she is at milking Get the cow. Out of here. She can shear a sheep too. Get Fabulous. out of here. Okay, Pat. So it's really interesting. I mean, not a lot of people grow up on dairy farms. Correct. Especially what, anymore. Right. What happened with you and your family and your work ethic? I mean, that had to inform all aspects of your life. It really has. Uh, my dad, uh, our dad, was just a phenomenal mm-hmm. example to us of a good, hardworking, godly man. Uh, and um, uh, <laughs> we weren't always the easiest to get out of bed and get working. But What uh, time were you getting out of bed? Oh, boy, 5.30 in the morning many times yeah. because we had to do some work a lot of times before we went to school. Uh, and then in summer times when uh, our friends might be uh, playing and having fun, uh, we were bailing hay typically and milking cows then as well. Wow. What about your faith? I mean, you said he's a good and godly man. Uh, you grow up uh, with a father like that. I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, he, he, he and uh, my mom both were just uh, uh, ardent uh, um, followers of Jesus Christ and uh, passed that along to uh, mm. all of us as children. And uh, uh, it's been continued in our um, with my siblings and, and now with our children as well. So it's a, a real blessing. It is a blessing. Wow. Fabulous. Yeah. Do you know yeah. the book 50 Acres and a Poodle? I do not. Okay. It's a book by Jean Marie Laskus, who I'm not sure what she's doing now, but she was a professor at Pitt. Mm -hmm. And it was her story of uh, living as a single woman in the South Side and meeting her husband and marrying him and moving to a farm in Washington County. Oh, wow. And so it's her story of going from being an urbanite Mm -hmm. to being a farm girl. And realizing that she knew nothing about what she was doing. Clueless. And she had the kind of the urban perspective that, oh, that's for, you know, people who don't go to college aren't quite as smart. You know what I mean? And the people out in the country are kind of hicks until she went out in the country, had to run a farm. And then she thought, I don't know what. I was studying all this time in college because I don't know anything. There is an earthly uh, wisdom among people that live in rural areas. They they know how to work hard. They know how to patch things together. They know how to make things grow. And uh, there's wisdom there to be uh, garnered every day. I love okay. it when I get a chance to talk to the old timers. Yeah. Okay, so- what do people say in the bank? Like when uh, they find out that you have another life. Uh, they are shocked, as my farmer friends are shocked when they see me in a suit <laughs> like this as well. <laughs> You're in the shocking business, Pat. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. there we go. So what was that like for you? You know, all your life, there you you know, you grew up with a, a family. You worked hard on the farm. And then at one point, you left home to go to college. Did you leave the farm and 
they were gone for a long time? Well, I went all the way from Lone Pine, Pennsylvania, to Waynesburg, uh, Pennsylvania, all of 15 miles. Okay. Uh, but my dad uh, did allow me to live on campus. So during the week, I, I had the college experience. On the weekends, uh, we were home. Uh, Is that right? You were, you were home working? You got it. You got it. Oh, yeah. okay. He needed you. Oh, uh, he did really. It, it's uh, uh, 365 days a year, twice a day, and a lot of work. And yes, so uh, wow. uh, all of us rallied around the farm as best we could. Yes. I bet. So when you see today, I mean, uh, I'm sure it's it'd be easy to be cynical to see, you know, the work ethic that's happening for a lot of people today. I mean, you, your working from home experience is different than most people's working from home experience. It is. It is. And, and if you were to travel to Washington County, uh, it's it's really a fascinating part of uh, of the fabric of that community. Agriculture is still the number one revenue producing industry really? in Washington County, mm-hmm. and uh, so as you get out into the into the rural parts of the county, you'll see a lot of people with that same work ethic uh, that I was blessed to grow up around. That's fabulous. Okay, so Pat, when you came in today, you, you wanted to talk uh, about yourself, but more importantly, there's a Actually, prayer breakfast. Actually, he didn't want to talk about himself. Kind of shy about into it. it. <laughs> But there's a prayer breakfast that's happening. Uh, this is part of your life as well. Yes, yes. And it's really entwined in the rural uh, life that I've uh, been blessed to grow up in. Uh, it's called the 10 Mile Valley. Uh, community prayer breakfast. You may ask, what is the 10 Mile Valley? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, there's a huge watershed in southern Washington County and northern Greene County called the 10 Mile Valley Creek, uh, or the 10 Mile Valley Creek Valley. And uh, it stretches all the way from the Monongahela River on the eastern side of Washington and Greene Counties, all the way across the counties into the western part of both. And it's a huge watershed. The creek, the northern branch and the southern branch converge in Clarksville. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and eventually flow into the Monongahela River at Millsboro, Pennsylvania. And um, it, it has a tremendous uh, legacy of good, hardworking, faithful people that have been there for several hundred years now. And so as we uh, came up with this idea for a prayer breakfast, we wanted to give it a name uh, that really uh, drew on our rural roots. Uh, and also, it, it's a prayer breakfast for not only 2022, but we hope it's a prayer breakfast that can be uh, uh, in many years to come in many different areas throughout the 10 Mile Valley Creek uh, uh, watershed area. Fabulous. So, uh, People go to a prayer breakfast that tends to follow a pattern along. Is there a keynote speaker that you're having to feature? We do have a keynote speaker, uh, President Doug Lee of Waynesburg University, nice. uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, actually, we were there at the same time in the early 1980s. Uh, tr- he's really committed to the mission of Waynesburg University, uh, which is uh, all about making a commitment to Jesus Christ. It is a Christian-based uh, uh, university uh, that just uh, brings... Uh, the light of the Lord into its education every day, mm-hmm. much like uh, what we share about Grove City College as well. It's a similar kind of school. Fabulous. This is coming up September 10th. Yes. 8.30 in the morning to 10.30 in the morning. Yes. Uh, 117 First Street. Um, so people in Washington County who are interested in this, how do they say yes or do they just show or how does this work? Uh, it would be much easier on me <laughs> and on the Spring House who is catering our wonderful right. breakfast if we had an idea of numbers ahead of time. And I'd love to be able to help anybody interested learn more about it. Uh, So if they were to contact me in two different ways, uh, my cell number is probably the easiest, 412-480-6733. And uh, they can call or text, but I also have uh, an email address, 
pat at patobrienconsulting.com. Uh, so either way, uh, people can contact me. I'll give them information. And if they're interested in coming, by all means, I'll help them get registered for the breakfast. Fabulous. I mean, I love a prayer breakfast. It's, it's good to get up early, especially to be surrounded in a community of people who are fellow believers. Sometimes there's people who are newbies to this. Yes. And you get people who, you know, Pat, we talked about this a little earlier in the show. Some people, you know, just know how to pray naturally. Other mm-hmm. people, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Other people fear prayer and don't want to pray. Um, I would imagine in most prayer breakfasts, this prayer breakfast, there's an opportunity for all those people to come together. There there truly is. And and, uh, our focal point that day, uh, in addition to our keynote speaker, is to um, honor and pray for the Bethlehem Center School District, which is a school district where the prayer breakfast will be held. And we all know that the challenges that uh, education, public education has right now, Best Center happens to be my alma mater, 1979, uh, just saying. Uh, But it's a a phenomenal rural school district dedicated to educating children, has done that so well for many, many decades. Uh, But we wanna lift them up in the midst of COVID, in the midst of all the other challenges that education has in today's time. We're going to bring the superintendent, teachers, administrators, cafeteria workers, students, parents. We're going to bring them together that day. We're going to honor them with the Love God, Love Your School Award uh, and and give them a very nice plaque and a banner and recognize what they do and what they have done for so long. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to pray over them. We have Pastor John Thomas from the Calvary Chapel, which is a local church. And John, to your point about praying that day, uh, he will pray out loud. He will invite everyone to pray along. So anybody that's maybe mm, don't know how to go about doing this, we're going to lead everybody through that in a very, I think, uplifting and inspirational way that day. Mm -hmm. So no one will be put on the spot. No one will feel weird. No. No, Uh, but we do want uh, to welcome the Holy Spirit that day and uh, let him do his work. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. I mean, it's always a powerful thing to be with people that sometimes, you know, people well, other times, you know, I have no connection to you at all. But everybody together in the same room, Kath and I have experienced this at the prayer breakfast for for many years, the, the Greater Pittsburgh prayer breakfast. I always love it because, you know, it's an equal opportunity ability to engage with Christ, the Holy Spirit all together in the same room. It changes people, and you get to see it happen in real time. It truly does. And and if I may uh, just read our foundational scripture uh, that yeah. we're using for the prayer breakfast, which I think is right in line with uh, with what we're talking about right now. It's Second Chronicles 7.14. Uh, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven, says the Lord. I will forgive their sins. And I will heal their land. Mm -hmm. Don't we need that? Oh, amen. Um, Okay, so let me ask you one more question before our time's up, Pat. Thinking about the healing of the land, um, I'm just fascinated by the fact that you have a foot in two camps. Mm -hmm. You have a foot in the urban camp and you have a foot in uh, in the agriculture camp. And all we see now is just bifurcation Mm -hmm. you know people have their party and they don't like the other party people have their denomination they don't like the the other so whoever their people are they like and the other people are the enemy Mm -hmm. and i feel like you are kind of living a peacemaking life between the two what 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 have you gained from that and do do you do you feel like that's a challenge for you oh um it's part of who i am i mentioned uh, growing up on the farm five kids 
guess who was the middle child? Mm. Me. Uh, oh, the peacemaker. Uh, exactly, exactly. So I, I think uh, that's part of how, uh, the way the Lord's led me in my life and in the, in the way I've grown up and, and being able to use that in both of the camps that my feet are in right now, Kathy. Yeah. Is it hard? Uh, no, it, it, again, really? it's, it's what I do naturally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I, and I love that, that role that the Lord gives me in many occasions. So do you feel like there's hope for the, for whatever the two sides are of whatever it is, whether it's an issue, whether it's, you know, looking at things politically in the country or you looking at how Christians dislike one another and treat what each other very poorly, especially online. Do you feel like there's yeah. hope? Here's, here's my hope. If, if my uh, people will humble themselves mm. and pray and seek my face uh, and, and turn from their wicked ways, and uh, he'll hear us from heaven. Mm. And that's my hope, Kathy. Yes. And, and he'll we heal us. To, we can't heal ourselves. Yes, he yeah. will do it. And, and when we turn to his word, whew, uh, powerful things can happen. And yeah. healing can occur because his word says it will happen. He'll heal our land when we do that. Yeah, let's I'm put our hope that. in that. Pat, it's good to see you here. Yeah, John, my yeah, pleasure. Yeah, super fun. Our Kathy, pleasure. we got to get back. Uh, we, we do. Uh, milking that cow we do. I feel soon. competitive just sitting here next to you now. <laughs> I can feel it you rising guys, up. You guys, I'm so bad at cow milking. You can't imagine. You've never seen it. I have seen it. Oh, you've seen me milk? I've seen Pat I'm, squirt you. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> bad at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Yeah, been he's taunted very... by a cow. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad when you're in a competition and the guy who is so confident that he's able to, you know, to, to best you that he's like playing games. During well, 5.30 in the morning pays off. Does it, it does. Not? It does, yes. <laughs> it certainly does. Pat O'Brien, the 10 Mile Valley Community Prayer Breakfast. It's coming up September the 10th from 8.30 to 10.30. And uh want to reach out to connect with Pat. Pat at patobrienconsulting.com. And that's O-B-R-I-E-N. Is that written? Yeah. Very nice. Or by calling Pat, 412-480-6733. Terrific to see you, Pat. Honored to be with you mm-hmm. today. Thank you. Always a great pleasure. Hey, uh, we're going to take a quick break, come back and reset the daily feature, of course. Uh, next, does this make sense? For Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's 101.5 Word FM. That's W-O-R-D. It's Faith and Family Night with the Washington Wild Things, Saturday, September 3rd at Wild Things Park as they take on the Windy City Thunderbolts at 7.05. Come early for the 20th anniversary poster series giveaway to the first 1,000 fans while supplies last. And stick around as players share personal stories of faith and testimony after the game. And stop by the Word FM table to say hi. Faith and Family Night with the Washington Wild Things. It's going to be wild. Saturday, September 3rd. Get tickets now at wordfm.com slash wildthings. It's ironic. Black people in America are the freest, safest, most prosperous black people in the history of the world. There is no country in this world that a black person would rather be. Unless, of course, they grow up in this country. Then they're fed a lie that is so deceptive. The system in America was never this built for black people. racist from top to bottom and for black people to be actually believe the opposite of that which is true. From executive producer Larry Elder and director Justin Malone comes the continuation of their 2020 hit film, Uncle Tom. It's very clear there was an intention to use black people to affect change. Uncle Tom Part 2, an American odyssey, starring Bodie Bauckham, Brandon Tatum, and Chad O. Jackson. Available on Salem Now. Train up a child in the way they should go. 
Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Looking for quality patio furniture made right here in the USA? Hearth and Home Furnishings in Zelianople offers one of the largest selections of American-made wicker, cast aluminum, and marine-grade polymer pieces designed to bring comfort and style to your living space. From casual to sophisticated, seating for 2 to 10, in dozens of finishes and hundreds of fabrics made to endure season after season. Hearth and Home Furnishings, family-owned since 1978 at hearthandhomepa.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah. That's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Clear skies for tonight. A great evening for football. We'll see a nighttime low of 59. Sunny to partly cloudy for tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 84. Partly cloudy skies for tomorrow night with a low of 66. Partly sunny Saturday as we start the holiday weekend. It'll become more humid. A thunderstorm in spots of the afternoon, high 84. Partly sunny Sunday. A thunderstorm in parts of the area, high 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This makes sense. Does what make sense? Scented candles. Hmm. Well, my first response is no. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But. And why would you say no? Because I've smelled them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just really bad. Really bad. But then my kid started, I, I don't know, he brought some, he went to like the Yankee candle. candle yeah. yeah. And he, I think he spent some cash. Yeah. It was a very nice, subtle scent. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he hooked now, me. Your, now your son is the mm. one that went and bought a yeah. scented candle. Right. Well, he was dating a girl. <laughs> okay. And they now went to, it comes and then they out. were like, oh, and then okay. you know, all of a sudden these, I'm like, what, what are you in the, the candles for? So there they show up. Yeah. So, where have you landed on it? I say yes. They do make sense. And, uh, you know, now, of course, when the window, windows are going to be closed here soon. Yeah. It's nice. Okay. So, they, they make sense to me. Yeah. I used to think they made sense. Oh. I think I'm coming around to, to, to thinking that they don't make sense. Why? You know why? Because in a lot of instances, and perhaps this is a mental connection I've made, mm-hmm. they seem to be just covering up something. Yeah, there is that. Do you right, know what right. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like the cat smell, the yeah, dog smell. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's the can- scented candle, yeah. Yeah, and so the scented candle, uh, instead of like fixing it, it it almost exacerbates what it's trying to mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So the verdict's out, but I'm going to say at this point, I'm going to say no, it does not make sense. All right. 
All right, does this make sense? Now, you were just talking about being at Penn Mac, and so I say this. Does string cheese make sense? Oh, my gosh. Right, because, you know. When... Listen to me. No. The flavor? Nothing. There's none of it. String cheese. It's fav- it's it's like a substance that has no taste. Little kids love it. Why? Because it's in a little wrapper. I mean, right? I mean, string cheese is a thing. A lot of people love string cheese. When I eat string cheese, it's kind of like a big nothing burger. There's not a lot of cheesy cheese to it. It tastes like despair. <laughs> That's kind of harsh. All right, so from it's, my perspective... I feel like you've given up the cheese game if you've gone with string cheese. It's very popular. People love string cheese. I feel like it doesn't make sense. With all the cheese in the world? Yeah, I agree. String cheese does not make sense. Scented candles, I say, make sense. I don't think they do. Yeah. I'm concerned about what's underneath the fragrance. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New New music music from Crowder featuring Dante Bowe. God really loves us. Mercy Me with Then Christ Came. And Brooke Ligert Wood, Honey in the Rocks. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. There's still time for business owners to claim their federal aid under the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. Cash refunds of up to $26,000 per employee are available for employers who continue to pay their employees during the COVID epidemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at Ferguson, Timar and Associates have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per employee of free federal Aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. Looking for a second income, a great way to give back to your community? Consider NAMS Transportation, providing safe transportation to Northern Allegheny and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years, offering flexible day, evening, and weekend schedules. Perfect for retirees. Van drivers start at $17 an hour. Sedan drivers at $14 an hour. Plus, part-time drivers get a $2,000 signing bonus. Must be 25 or older. No CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. I love seeing a transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in Northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. 
text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Young people are following the news, apparently, but they are not too happy with what they are seeing. All right. Broadly speaking, that's the conclusion of a study released yesterday showing that 79% of young Americans say that they get daily news. The survey of young people ages 16 to 40, the older of which are known as the Millennials and the younger Generation Z, was conducted by Media Insight Project, which is a collaboration between the Associated Press and something called the American Press Institute. The report pokes holes in the idea that young people are not interested in news. The perception is largely driven by statistics that show that older audiences uh, favor television or newspapers. Quote, they are more engaged, younger people are, in ways that people give them credit for, said Michael Bolden, who is the executive director of the American Press Institute. And an estimated 71% of this age group gets news daily from social media. Mm-hmm. Social media diet is becoming more varied. Facebook does not dominate the way it used to. About a third or more of the respondents get news daily from YouTube and Instagram. News the, from Instagram. That's yeah. funny. I don't see Instagram that way. I don't see YouTube I don't get, that I way. I don't get news from Instagram at all. And about a quarter or more get it from TikTok, Snapchat, and Twitter. Okay, no, God help on. us. Okay, if you're getting your news from, from TikTok... TikTok like, there's a serious problem. Getting your news from Twitter, I can see. I'm not saying that you should do it, but I can definitely... It's not a news gathering. It, it's not. It's a commentary network uh, filled with a lot of crazy people. But you can get news there. But getting news on TikTok or Snapchat... Listen, getting news on Facebook, it's not good. No, it's not good. There's so many curated new- to right, weird... Right, there are there are news sites who actually, get new, who actually do news, so you should go there. Right. I start the day by reading the big three, Wall Street Journal, right. New York Times, Washington Wall Post, mm-hmm. uh, Wall Street Journal, Wall Street Journal. I look at uh, Associated Press. Then I'll go into Twitter. There's a variety of news sources you delve the into. The Trib, obviously, yeah, Trib, for local Post news, Gazette. Right. I mean, you I would read the Post Gazette if somebody from the Post Gazette could get us a subscription. The Post Gazette. They're kind of hard to get hold of, it's... aren't they? But, you know, just as though you teach your kids... How to read the Bible, how to study. Yep. I think you also need to tell your show your children how to study news, how to read yes, news properly. Yes, for sure. Because it's a skill that's learned. It is. And if you don't have proper news sources, then you're what? I'm getting news on TikTok. What does that even mean? I think it's also important for uh, parents to talk to their kids or friends to talk to friends, or teachers to talk to students, whoever it is, and help people to understand that every news source is biased. There's no unbiased <laughs> news source. Yes, I agree. And there's no unbiased news reporting, right? right. Now, you should strive for that. Um, our friend David Aikman, who worked, he was the Jerusalem correspondent for Time Magazine for a couple decades. He has a great quote about that, where he says, I know it's not possible to be unbiased, but I do believe it's possible to be fair. Mm-hmm. And so I always I've I always keep that in my head. And a lot of journalists in my opinion are not fair. 
Well, be, news has become opinion. Yes, and I don't, and I really, really hate that. But there are some journalists who I believe it's not that they don't have an opinion, but I believe that they're fair in how they talk about it. Those are the people that I gravitate towards. The people I come back to, the people whose reporting I trust. And then, of course, there's opinion writers who are giving you their opinion, and a lot, and right. most of them are terrific writers, whether you agree with them or not. But you know, it, it's labeled such as opinion. It's, at least you know it's opinion. And I do believe that if you if you yourself recognize the news source that I'm reading generally has a liberal slant or the news source that I'm grabbing t- gravitating towards is a more conservative news source right? You, right you have to know that right you have to have some idea what your you know the, the source where it's coming from so that when you engage you go okay well that's what they're t- talking about from their worldly right. perspective Right. And so then you can filter that. Yeah. You can say, okay, well, so if this is what Fox News is saying, then maybe it might be good for me to move over to NPR and just check out what they're saying. I, I, I know that everyone doesn't have an hour a day to devote to this. I recognize wow. that. But I do think it's an important part of seeing where your viewpoints are coming from. Because if you listen to one news source or read one news source, no, I can promise you your viewpoint is curated. Yeah. And determined by that news source. The thing about, I mean, the world is so incredibly interesting and fascinating, right? So you do yourself a disservice by licking one flavor of a popsicle every day. You have to sort of, you know, sample and vary. You'll find your way eventually, but you you should be brave. And you'll find, you should be brave. I like how you said that. And you will find great writing in all sorts of different places that maybe you didn't expect it. You could find it in, at the Atlantic or you can find it in the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal or CBS.com or ABCnews.com or USA Today or whatever it is. And like you said, you might be surprised who you find there and really kind of attach yourself to. Right. Because On the think- flip side. There's plenty of room for wackadoodle as well, right? right? I mean, remember growing up and, you know, you being in the, in the checkout line at the grocery store and think, think the National Enquirer, and you go, that's wackadoodle. Everybody knows that it's wackadoodle. Clearly, they're making money because thousands, maybe millions of people were part of their circulation at one point. Now it feels when you read the news that everyone is, is engaged in National <laughs> exactly. Enquirer news stories. And wh- what's happened? What about when you go on the Fox News website and then you, you scroll down? What is at the bottom of the Fox I, I News website? No <laughs> How did that happen? Aliens I feel like you have to be over 21 facelifts. to even look at what's happening down there. It's very strange. Right? USA Today nah. is, I don't know what's happened book. there. It's a comic book. It is. And anything I'm interested in reading is for subscribers only. <laughs> so that's out. Well, because it, it's very hard to make a living in the news business today. Because everybody wants it for free. And, and of course, I get you know, that. I get that. In the old days, you paid for your paper to show up as your front door, right? right? And so you and I have chosen the ones that we want to subscribe to, which we do on a daily basis. Um, and I do feel like we get our money's worth. I think so. Look, one of my earliest memories as a little boy is looking at my grandfather, who was retired from the railroad, and he would lay on the couch, propped up by a couple of pillows, and he always had the cover of Time magazine in front of his face. So one week, my grandfather would look like, you know, um, uh, Harry Truman. The next right. week, he would look like, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, you right. go, and there's Grandpap with the cover of Time magazine. You, can, you never knew what he was going to look like from week to week. But I grew up on that. And, you know, and there was somehow like, you know, even of course, he was a, a railroad guy, blue collars, blue collar could be. But there was a guy who was interested in the world. Right. And he took some time out of his life to educate himself about the goings on 
because I said the world is fascinating. And the more you know about it, the more you love it. All right. I'm going to change topics here. Right. You know, the uh, Ann Landers, Dear Abby type of thing. Who you know, used to love. I didn't. You but never read no, Ann Landers, Dear Abby. I, never, I thought it was annoying. It's a but, font of wisdom. But you kind of showed me. There, there's one still going in the Washington Post. Carolyn Hacks. Uh, this one is High Elaine. Okay. Okay. Oh, Highland. Yeah, or Askeline. Um, so I just want to run this one past you because okay. this came out, this was maybe two days ago, and it was interesting to me. Uh, so this person writes, Hi, Elaine, what do you do to overcome the guilt when you have your dream job you're really good at and senior leadership wants you to move up, but you're no longer prioritizing work and instead you want to focus on your passions? Essentially, when you're in your 30s and 40s and the work you did in your 20s is finally starting to pay off. Yeah. But now your life focus is different. Oh, so you're doing something that you love, and then all of a sudden they go, oh, you should be part of management. Exactly. Or maybe they're saying- Don't you- do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's yeah, the font of wisdom that, we're speaking of. There's that's, management there. That was well-timed and, and well-earned. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> or what if you are doing a good job in what you're doing, and they want you to keep doing it? Maybe at a little bit of a higher pay scale with more responsibility, but you've decided that COVID has made you reconsider your priorities and now. Oh, wait, what are they calling this thing now? Are you, the great resignation. No, no. Be, uh, people are like just doing the bare minimum. What's that called? I don't know. There's it's a, called doing the bare minimum. No. Quiet quitting. There you go. Thank oh, you. Quiet, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I despise. Me too. Really? Like, You're going to show up and quit. do I, People who do the bare minimum. I can't stand hack it. Hack you off. Why do you, why do you even bother? Show anyway, up and work. Okay, but what do you think about that? Do you, if, if someone asked you that question, is it, what should I do? I, I'm starting to think about other things in my life, and there's an opportunity for me to, quote, unquote, move up at work. I believe you should move forward. If, you, if someone opens the door, unless it's detrimental to your family life or your health, you should open the door and move forward as well because someone sees something in you and an opportunity presents itself, you know, you should try it. If you don't like it after two or three years, then you go, okay, I'm going to look for something else. But the power of the open door in life, isn't that beautiful? Listen, that's exactly what I think. Oh. That's exactly what I think. What a rare moment. Look at how we're agreeing. But we're, we've both done that, I guess, in our lives so many times. Somebody opens a door for we've you. We've longed for the yes, open door. We have, but but people have opened doors for us that we've also walked into. Yes. Right? And just the thought of op- of opening a door for somebody Ugh. and somebody saying, nah, I'm really too not interested. Look, we just talked about this last week. We lost our producer, Christy, because she wanted something else and somebody, she went out and she found it and right. someone opened a door for her. Right. I mean, I love those people who are gatekeepers and they see talent or they see desire and they see someone who's got that, that passion, that grit and they open the door. Man, that's like, that unlocks the key to someone's life forever. Okay, but what about the people who are having the door opened like this and post COVID are saying, no, not interested. I feel bad for you. What, what do you, what are you doing then? What's the point? What, you're going to be static? Isn't, you know, the aim is to grow, to engage, to try, to be varied? And uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing gained from being static. I feel like that is falling on a lot of deaf ears right now. That's just not, I mean, I think of how many rest, how many people want to go to restaurants and how many people want to work at restaurants. <sighs> Those are, bad. that's not an equation that works. No, it's not. And, 
Or a lot of people want to show up at a church. Not a lot of people want to work at a church. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Right. It is. Well, the the whole restaurant thing, <laughs> having spent a considerable amount of my early young life working in, in food service, that requires people who are hungry. Yes. Right? I mean, and that's... And people who can really hoof it. You've got people to People who it. show up and they're on it. And you've got to take the slings and arrows from, from an unkind public. And a difficult person in the back. Uh, in the kitchen. Uh, that also whole. There's a, there's a show uh, a streaming now that uh, purports to show, I think I've seen like maybe half an episode. It was too close to the bone for me. I, I forget where it's airing. But it shows what it's like to work in an actual high-pressure kitchen. I mean, that, I bet if you, I bet if you watch that for one episode, you'd see why addiction is such a problem with people who work in that. in food service. Yeah, because yeah. it's just, it's a driver, it's brutality. Man. It is brutality. If you read, did I've you read any of Anthony kitchens. Bourdain's books? Uh, no, but I, Holy I have God. a hard pro, I have a hard time with Anthony Bourdain. With his TV or with his writing, the writing, it's it's with rough. his exit. Oh, with his exit, of course. Because there was a guy who had the world, yes. and I don't know, yeah. I can't... It's so painful. I'm not trying to... It's so painful to think about. He had everything. He did. And So tragic. Whatever so happened, I can't tragic. walk in his shoes, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I see it, and I, you know, I, I know he was a fabulous, incredibly interesting, hardworking guy. It's but then just, just to walk away, so to shut it down, you end it, you kill yourself, you, your life is over, I don't... I don't understand. So I have a hard because there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, there's so much sadness there when you. I, I feel that way too when I watch his stuff. Yeah, it's just so much tragedy mixed in with it. Anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for celebrity birthdays. <laughs> I'm excited about it. We'll talk Again, a little bit about tonight's very narrow role. bandwidth. <laughs> we'll check the bandwidth next. The ride home. We can hardly believe it, but it's time for the last barbecue of the summer at the Springhouse in 84. Don't miss out on this great summer taste treat. And come to the Springhouse this Labor Day for fantastic chicken cooked over the pit with lots of country vegetable casseroles, homemade rolls, homemade desserts, and of course our own Springhouse chocolate milk. Eat in our picnic patch or sun porch or take it home to your own picnic. And although this last chicken barbecue marks the end of the summer at the Springhouse, it also signals the beginning of lots of fun fall events. We'll soon be having hog roasts and pumpkin patch hay rides, plus lots of other special events to celebrate this beautiful autumn time of the year. So be sure to come this Labor Day to the Springhouse and help us celebrate. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. There's still more time to enjoy the outdoors with help from Family Dollar. More of your favorite products like Coca-Cola, Doritos, Lay's, and Sun Chips. 
plus everything you need for the perfect cookout. Family Dollar, helping you do more. If we don't have a base in the black and Latino community, we can't branch out. You've got to have a strategy, and that's at least my strategy. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. From executive producer Larry Elder. The first conscious act in organizing our people is to let them know who they are. Comes the highly anticipated film from director Justin Malone. If you think you're an American, you will fight to protect the interests of capitalist America. An eye-opening expose on the demoralization of America. If you know you ain't no American, you'll fight to destroy every aspect of American capitalism. Rioting, burning, and looting. We need to Watch the film that is waking people up. A cinematic page turner, mind blowing, excellent, eye opening, a masterpiece, a sequel that stands on its own. Uncle Tom Part Two An American Odyssey. Available on Salem Now. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh, at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. That's something else. It's Gloria Estefan's oh, birthday. Oh, yeah. Miami Sound Machine. Exactly. Listen, mm-hmm. she was rocking. I loved I mean, her. You see her I on the still drums. love her. Are she you kidding me? She that stage. I, oh. Didn't she break her back? Yeah, in, a, in an accident. On stage, I think, right? She, I think it was in a bus accident, okay. wasn't it? I, don't, I know she got really, yeah. really hurt. Mm-hmm. Gloria Estefan, the mm-hmm. Miami Sound. Boy, that's, yes. that's a slice of my life. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's a good song. That is a good song. I like She's that hip. band. She's super hip. Today's her birthday. Today's her birthday, John. How old do you think Gloria is today? Uh, um, now I, I cut my teeth on something like that, you know. So I'd say she's kindred spirits, age-wise, with me. Okay. Um, uh, she's sixty-five. Exactly. Yay! That is exactly <laughs> what she is. <laughs> Thank you so much. Exactly. Um, I have no soundtrack to go with this next one. Okay. Uh, Doctor Phil. I don't believe he's released any uh, Doctor any Phil. audio recordings. I mean, Doctor Phil's been around a long time, a long time. Uh, I have no connection. Me at all. neither. Do you ever watch Doctor Phil? Never. None. I never have. He's seventy. He's seventy-two. All right, still close. Very good. And the last one, yeah. Lily Tomlin. Oh, Ernestine. Exactly. And what was? Who was the uh, girl on the chair? Yeah. Uh, what's her name? I don't know. Edith big, Ann. Edith Ann in the big rocking chair. Yeah. Listen, Lily Tomlin, she's comic gold. Um, I love her. I really love her. When you think of her, what do you think of? I think of Laugh-In. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I've never, I never saw Laugh-In. Oh, yeah. But I saw Edith Ann in clips. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I just thought it was, it was, a, oh, it's it was so funny. What else do you think of other than Laugh-In? Um, I think of her, Jane Fonda. Uh, and, Dolly and Dolly Parton in 9, 9 to 5, 5. Which was a great. With Dabney Coleman. Oh, my gosh. What a great movie that yeah. is. I haven't seen that since I saw it in the theater <laughs> then, which was, I don't know when. Yeah. 1980 or something. Somewhere, yeah. Uh, how old is Lily Dabney Tomlin? Dabney Coleman. Yeah, he was the boss, wasn't he? Yes, yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah. <laughs> they strung him up. <laughs> Wasn't she in a recent thing? With, I think so. Yeah, that our, our friend Darren was watching with uh, Jane Fonda. Mm, Is that right? Could be. Yeah. I think so. A streaming thing. Mm-hmm. 
How old do you think Lily, Lily is today? She's been around the block more than several times. Lily Tomlin. <laughs> um, How many times has she been around the block? Several. Uh, more than several. Uh, she is 80. Oh, I love her. I don't want to hurt her. Uh, she's 84. She's 83. Hey. Very impressive, Excellent. John. Okay. So if you on the way home were going to indulge, or maybe not on the way home, mm-hmm. let's say at home tonight. Were you not already trying to fight between watching Serena and Venus? Yes. Or the backyard brawl? 100%. Would you be investing tonight in the work of Gloria Estefan, Dr. Phil, or Lily Tomlin? Uh, well, you know what? When I get in my car tonight, uh, I'll play some Gloria Estefan on the ride home. Will you? And say happy birthday to her. Yeah. Dr. Phil, I mean, no, I of course, my problems are varied, but uh, I don't need Dr. Phil to help me figure them out. No. And is he a psychiatrist? I don't, or know what he is. I don't even know is what he is. Is he a doctor? I mean, it's kind of like Judge Judy. Is Judge Judy a judge? I'm yeah, not she's sure. a judge. She's a judge. So then Dr. Phil, I mean, I guess Dr. Oz, is he's he's, he's a, a doctor as well. So I guess Dr. Phil has to be he a doctor. He has to be a doctor. But, you know, he could have a doctorate in what, biology or a right. doctorate in, you know, I don't know, shenanigans. <laughs> right, okay. Dr. Phil. Is he still on? Oh, I don't know. He might be our competition. He might be. He might be on right now. Anyway, tonight's the Backyard Brawl. Mm, uh, ESPN pit. tonight, 7 p.m., Pitt versus WVU. Yeah. Uh, the traffic is probably, I can't see the traffic from where I am, but I assume people are still streaming into okay. the north side. So if you pit can... 28. Yep. Uh, WVU 17. Okay. 28-17. All right. I say uh, Pit 32. Okay. Uh, WVU 16. Very nice. And earlier in today's program, Bill Glaze, um, oh, we who's played Pat. a lot, played a, oh, that's right, played a lot more football than we have. Yeah. Uh, Twenty four fourteen. Very nice. All right, thanks for being Everybody's with us. Everybody's picking Pitt, by the way. Go Pitt. Go Pitt. Yes. The ride home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.